Welcome to Hoodwave Display Radio, and you're listening to WFNU LP 94.1 Frogtown Community Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey, welcome to Hoodway Display Radio, and you're here with Scott and Connor, and we got a great show for you today. And here are the myths and misconceptions on disability. Who is your favorite hero and why? What is your favorite scary movie or costume? Don't forget wrestling. And we have wrestling too, yeah. Favorite wrestler. And your favorite wrestler. <laughs> That's, uh, well, everyone, I'm Scott. I'm going to kind of take over right right here. Uh, Connor, how are you, man? I'm good. My name is Connor. You excited? This is the second show we've done, right, guys? Yep. Yes, it is. Second show. This show, just so you know, if you're not listening in the podcast world, airs live on WFNU 94.1 FM. Say it, Connor. WFNU. I already said that part. 94.1. Frogtown Committee Radio. Yeah, and this show airs live, well, semi-live, Mondays, 11 o'clock, right after Connor's Corner show that we're familiar with and then but the then if you want to hear it or find out more information about this show please go to www.hoodwave.org did i get that right daniel yes you did there's all the info you can listen to this show you can listen to the very first show we did and we're gonna we're gonna have a kind of a serious talk at the beginning and then we're gonna have a lot of fun since halloween's coming around the corner we're also going to try to do this uh once a month that's the plan right guys yes i do we're going to do this once a month. So uh, you guys want to just say a little bit about what you've been doing this week before we get going? Anything special? Don, why don't you go first? I've been working as normal as usual. And we're going to talk about people with disabilities and working and myths about that. So you've been working and, and you just got a new job too. Yeah, Lunds and Barley's in St. Paul. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then you did your short radio show this morning. Daniel, what have you been up to, buddy? Not much. I really haven't really been doing anything. I've just been kind of doing whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You're hanging in there, though, right? Yes, I am. And this is exciting because this is a show that you've uh, been thinking about for a long time and and uh, put together. And you two kind of both are living your dreams. You both wanted radio shows, and, and you actually have one, right? So should we get into some of these myths and misconceptions? Yeah. Now, I'm just going to kind of get it out there, and then you two guys talk about this. There's no two better people to talk about this than you. So the first thing, here's a myth. People with autism don't feel love. That's Is that true? That's not true, is it? That's not true. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, the, I, that's the part where you two guys come in. Yeah, because believe it or not, one of the most Googled questions about autism is, can someone with autism love? That's weird that they would Google that. <laughs> What do you two know about that? Well, I believe that uh, people can love. Yeah, sometimes it can be uh, difficult. I mean, I mean, I don't really have like autism, but I right. have a lot of the. I do have a lot of the characteristics. Okay. But yeah, I, yeah. I think that sometimes it can be difficult, but yeah, I can pretty much do everything. I know that Connor can pretty much do that too. Oh yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. and well, and by the way, uh, Daniel, you're married. Yes, I am. So I, clearly, <laughs> I mean, you did, you you said you weren't. Uh, are you comfortable saying exactly what your disability is, or maybe it's just you have some characteristics? You said I have some characteristics, but okay. I am. Well, I do have. A, well, I am what you classify as developmentally delayed. 
Okay. Yeah, but so clearly you found love. Oh, yeah. And I think your wife did too, unless you just talked her into it, but right? No, no, no. We both fell in love. Exactly. So there's, and Connor, you're looking for love. Yep, I'm looking. He's looking. Now, Daniel, I don't know if you were with us for the very first couple Connor shows. He was uh, he was on the fence, just kind of thinking about it, playing it cool. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think I'm getting cold. And then he decided he's flat out looking. We He had a trip planned to Illinois, and then COVID hit. So once this thing goes by, Connor's going to be going to Illinois, maybe California, and he's going to get himself a girlfriend. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that this myth that people with autism or even people with disabilities can't find love. That's, that's ridiculous. But, but here's a little, here's a little fact. However, this myth might come from the fact that some people with autism can find it a bit hard to express their emotions and share what they are feeling. That's Connor. You don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. You're one of the most friendly people that I know. Yeah. Tell us, can you tell us about that a little bit? Um, I mean, you're never. I can nervous. tell you about. Uh, when you see someone, you have no problem going and saying hi, right? Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're not uncomfortable. No, but I'm not. do you know? So, some of the friends that you uh, hang out with at your clubs and stuff, do you, do you see this? Is that true? Or do some people not, can they not express, you know, like you can? Yeah, they can't express to a certain way, but they can't express like me. No. So do you, I mean, so if you have a buddy and Daniel, same thing, that that just aren't as comfortable out in the public, what what do you two do about that? Can you help them? Yeah, I really haven't really ran into really anyone who really has that, you know, issue. Yeah. But I can, right, but I can kind of relate to it. So, uh, so you, I mean, well, let's talk about, so Daniel, the very first time we sort of met you, you kind of came out of your comfort zone. You were listening, or I think listening slash watching Connor's show on Facebook live, and you were kind of hesitant to call in, weren't you? A little bit. Yeah. It was a little out of your comfort zone and you, I don't know if it was the very first time you heard it, you called or you waited till the next week, but you called, had a great conversation and then just instantly felt comfortable and kind of thought. What had I been waiting for? So, I mean, this sort of did apply to you, right? Am I, or am I putting words in your mouth? Uh, no, no, you're, you're not. Tell us a little bit about that and what went through that process and what, what finally made you call Connor and his show. Well, I guess I want people to know what's going on. And I guess that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing here. When you, uh, when you first found Connor's show, were you sort of amazed that there was someone, you know, with autism just, living his life and entertaining people and helping people. And there was, you know, there's someone out there that you really could relate to, especially doing something you wanted to do. Well, I've met a few people. I've met some people on the, um, on the spectrum. Yeah. But I mean, did you, were you surprised that there was a show out there that like this, that you could relate to? Oh yes. 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 I have. <laughs> especially yes, I considering this is something you wanted to do. Pretty, pretty awesome that you two are doing this together. Well, at least I think so. Connor, are you there? Yeah, I'm but there. What, what are you, who are you looking at? See, Connor and Zoom don't get along, just so you know, Daniel. We're used to sitting by each other. He gets, he just gets, goes to La La Land when we're on Zoom. Connor? 
No, I'm. Um... <laughs> See what I mean? All right. So, anything else with uh, people with autism and that not feeling love? All right. Here's another myth for you guys. Myth for you guys. Connor, are you ready? Are you who? Who are you? But stop. Who no, are you looking I'm, at? I'm up for. I'm. Who's wandering around there? Do you have a ghost no, in there? I was looking for my dog. Your dog, you're busy. You're on a very popular radio show. Your dog, we don't need your dog right now. All right, here's a myth. People with a disability are not reliable employees. Yeah, you're not being real reliable right now, Connor. I'll be honest with you. You're on a show and you're wandering. Okay, so strangely, not coming into work is one of the main reasons employers worry about hiring someone with a disability. But it has actually been shown that people with a disability are much less likely to take sick leave or time off, nearly 40%. Not only that, employees with disabilities often stay with the company longer. For employers, this means less people coming and going and financial savings. So, Connor, talk about, we'll start with you. Talk about your current job, what you do, and how often you show up. Connor? Yeah, I often show up every day. Are you worried that your dog is gone or something? I often show up every day. Well, where do you work? Let's start there. I work at Parkway Pizza. And I every Thursday. At every Thursday, right? Yep. And then you, and then Accord. Uh, Daniel, you're familiar with Accord? I've heard of it. Yeah. So, Connor, why don't you tell everyone what you do at Accord first? I, I dock prep. They, well, they teach you different things, different things, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. So if, if you were at a court and you were just wandering and not listening and paying attention, would they have you leave? Yes, they would. So should I have you leave or? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> Come on. All right. So, and then uh, you got a new job at Lunds and Byerly's. Yeah. You want to talk about that at all? What are you yeah, staring I, at? I is, like it, that, is it my hair? I like that job. I'm, um, I'm a, you haven't I'm even started yet. Work there. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get to Daniel. <laughs> I don't I don't Connors and so what I know you're not currently working, but what what are some of the jobs you've had, Daniel, and maybe something you're looking forward to doing in in the future here? Well, I did custodial, and I have done that professionally. Uh, I had done cleaned the. Uh, pretty uh well-known uh, company which which unfortunately is no longer exists okay but uh yeah i did that for about 14 years oh wow uh, yeah so i loved coming to work i've had some issues but i i really truly love that job so like what just issues getting there or just issues with work or things are tough there i mean if you if if you're comfortable talking about it oh i didn't really have a lot of issues I might, oh, okay. I might have, I might have had some disagreements with the supervisor. You know, that's oh, well. you know, that's with any, that's with any. Yeah, job. sure. That has nothing to do with if you had a disability or not. No. But fourteen years, that's that's pretty good. And then, did you, did COVID kind of put an end to that? Is that what happened? No. Or? No. When I, uh, this was uh, back in two thousand fourteen. I. Uh, oh, okay. In two thousand fourteen, I uh, actually, uh, you know, basically the company uh, let me go because, well, obviously the the corporation that was contracted uh the corporation i you know went out of business and sure. no longer exists so okay so i was laid off yeah no and what's what's some things you're looking forward to doing i mean the radio show i know i know you'd like to do this full time and, and tell everyone what your like your master plan is if you want about your whole station and stuff do you are you comfortable saying that my master plan 
Well, you, I heard. You, I mean, you've we've talked. You've had, don't you have a master plan to have not only a radio show but a whole station? Oh, a not only radio station. Yes, I. Well, that's my primary focus. Yes. To one day have a radio. Tell well, tell us about it. Like what you know? Is it? It's for people. I mean, it's run by people with disabilities, but it's for everyone. By is that correct? With disabilities. It, it's run by dis, uh, people with disabilities, and also awesome. you know. Also, non-disabilities as well, because, you know, once I get going, I am going to need help, you know, with a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, especially when it ends up being a nonprofit. I'm going to need to know, I kind of have to have people know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. Connor, uh, so you've got two, you're going to have two jobs. You're going to Accord. You've got the radio yeah. show. Do you have time for all this? No. Yeah, I have time. Okay. And then you got to try to find your dog. Yeah, my, my dog's home now. Okay, so we're all good? Yeah. Now we can start the show? Oh, wait, it's too late. We already started. All right, here's another myth. All disabilities can be seen. Well, that's that's not true. No, they really can't. Millions of Australians live with a disability, and 90% have what is called invisible disability. Uh, invisible disabilities aren't easy to spot and can include MS, autism, ADHD, brain injuries, mental illness, epilepsy, learning disabilities, chronic pain, and the list goes on. Um, mm-hmm. So talk about that. Uh, you know, I mean, Connor, you, you know, I don't, you know. I think this people with disabilities, they can be seen. Some can, sure. Sure. And, and what, you know, it's that... Uh, you, how do you deal with people that that maybe aren't uh, quite as accepting? Does that bother you? Yeah, that that doesn't bug me as much as it used to. Oh, so when you're younger, it used to. Hey, mom. <laughs> you, do you want your mom to answer the question, or? All right, <laughs> it's Daniel. How about I? I'll get back to Connor. I don't know. He's kind of in La La Land tonight. That's okay. Maybe he'll be up for the Halloween part. But what are, what are your what do you think about this with disabilities that are seen and not seen? Any experiences, or do you have any comments? Oh, uh, me. Uh, a lot of times, I've had people actually. Uh, you know, when it comes to it, I've had people you know assumed I did not have a disability. Sure. Then sure. I tried to explain that I do, and then they don't believe me. I've had that happen before. Really, that's interesting. And, like, you know, why would you why would you say that if you didn't? You know, <laughs> interesting, very interesting. Yeah, I guess ultimately people just need to be uh, more accepting in general, right? Right. You know, I mean, is there something that uh, Daniel's or something that maybe your well your disability or your learning disabilities have have stopped you from doing or can you pretty much do the things you want to do i i pretty much can but i need to sometimes i'll need uh direction sure there's nothing wrong with that most people do and you and your you and your wife live alone correct yes yes we both do that's awesome so connor anything that uh sometimes you need help with that um a little bit extra or Connor? I don't need help with anything. You're just the man, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's another myth. People with Down syndrome are always happy. So this is interesting. Even though some, even though saying someone is always happy might seem nice, it's just not true. 
Uh, this myth suggests that people with Down syndrome don't feel the full range of emotions, but of course they feel sadness, fear, anger, and even anxiety. In fact, people with Down syndrome are actually at a higher risk of depression and anxiety than others, which is important to know as often it goes untreated. So that's very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. in, in any of your clubs or organizations that you that you go to, do you know anyone with Down syndrome, Connor? Yeah, I don't know anyone with Down syndrome. You don't, Daniel? Do you? Oh, not really. About no, I don't. Uh, but I have been around people with Down syndrome, and I guess it, I guess it really depends on the person. I guess. Sure. So, Daniel, are there any? Um, Connor, so Connor, tell tell everyone the, some of the organizations that you belong to, and then I'm going to ask Daniel the same thing. I belong to Highland Friendship Club. And they tell tell a little bit about that, why don't you? It's HFC. Yeah, but I mean, what what do they do for you, Connor? They 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 serve people with disabilities. And they have different they have different events and and really some pretty cool things. And then you've mentioned a court a couple times. They they give some training, There's, uh, Special yeah. Olympics, right? Yes, they do. Okay. Any any other clubs or organizations? And what are those what do those places mean to you? They they help me do sports. Well, but, but what do they mean to you personally? Can you say? Yeah, I can say. <laughs> do you want to? Will you say? They help it me. It goes a lot better if you talk. People don't people don't like I have me. smart athletes. I go there to learn sports. Okay. All right. And Daniel, is there any, so do you, do you belong or have you in the past belonged to any groups or organizations like Connor just mentioned? Well, I am part of one. It's yeah. What the, is it? Arc, it's the Ark Minnesota. What's it called? The, uh, the Ark Minnesota. Ark, like A-R-K or A-R-C? A-R-C. And what's that? Tell uh, us about that. It's an organization that helps people with disabilities. I also have a committee, which they talk about the issue of the problems and trying to come up with solutions that's awesome how many times do you go there once a week or once a month or right now it's like actually once a month and is it virtual now yeah yeah it's definitely virtual so you two and i know this about connor but i, I this is maybe a different audience how has covid really uh like kind of i'm gonna mess with your schedule isn't the right word but i mean how how are you two handling covid I'm handling it well. Yeah, but talk about some of the struggles you had. I mean, you uh, being someone with autism is very used to a schedule, correct? Yeah, we were all forced to isolate when the governor said you got to stay home. And you were used to going somewhere almost every day of the week, and the yeah. and it just didn't. It just really threw a threw a crimp in those plans. But you're sort of almost back to everything you've been doing, right? Yep. Uh, Daniel, anything uh, COVID? How's that? How you been handling COVID? It's pretty much put a curveball. Curve yeah. Tell us about that. I think people would be very interested. I think it's put a curveball for everyone, but I, I don't think people really understand people with disabilities how much of a curveball it's it's thrown your lives. It's a lack of staffing and not getting enough staff. You know, or or in this case, you already hear all of your staff. Sure. That's, that's been my experience. 
And some of those organizations had to shut down for a great period of time. Yeah, and it's really slow. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like we're uh, – you guys, though, I mean, you got your own radio shows. It's you know, being creative. So uh, – and, you know, and Daniel, uh, we're going to do some clips and music. And for those of you that listened to our first show, you know, Katie was with us. But, Daniel, I'm amazed how you can do all this technical stuff. I, it's beyond me. I can't do it. Have you always been this been able to do all this stuff? Yeah. The music uh, and it's not just the music. I've always been computer um inclined. I was I've always been able to. Uh, I've actually was in, introduced uh when it comes to computer technology, I was introduced in a very young age. And oh, really? so my grandfather, believe it, believe it or not, actually is a retired rocket scientist. <laughs> really? I mean, in a, wow. sense, uh, in a sense, because he was, he's still obviously he's still alive right now. So he uh, actually designed guidance systems and computer uh, guidance systems and uh, computer technology. Holy cow! And this guy did it blind. Y- your grandpa was blind on top he of it. Blind, yeah. I mean, is yeah. Wow. And so when he designed a lot of this stuff, he did it while he was blind. That's amazing. He's a pretty smart guy, huh? Yeah. Wow. So computer stuff comes natural to you. How about you, Connor? You good with the computer? Uh, like what? Connor, how about you, buddy? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I like computer stuff, but I like being in person more. Yeah. See, that's so. Connor's definitely an in person kind of dude. Zoom is not his thing, but uh, I'm absolutely terrible with computers. Every time I get on Zoom and it works, I'm amazed. But no one really cares with me. All right, here's another myth, guys. You ready? Yeah. All people with autism are like Rain Man. Remember that movie? Hollywood loves a good story, but Rain Man isn't really accurate. The character of Rain Man was based uh, off of a real guy, Kim Peek, but he didn't actually have autism. That aside, the movie has spread the myth that all people with autism have secret gifts. The true is savant syndrome. The truth is savant syndrome, which causes exceptional talents, is real, but it's not that common. Only 10% of people with autism have some level of savant abilities, and these talents are very varied. So while there are hints of fact in the story, we can't say that it's all true. So you guys saw Rain Man? Have you ever seen Rain Man, Connor? Yeah, I've seen it. So is that, you know, have you ever heard that myth? Yeah, I've heard that myth. <laughs> have you? Yep. Thoughts? Uh, Rain You're one Man. of the smartest people I know, though. I will say that. Rayman is a thing I've, I have not heard. Okay. You're pretty smart, though. You love to ask questions. Yeah. Right? Sometimes questions you know the answer to just to try to stump me. And other people. He does that all the time, Daniel. He'll know the answer. Are you trying to get your dog over here? <laughs> okay. So what are, what are your thoughts on what I just read, Daniel? I actually tell you the truth. I've never really seen Rain Man. It's a pretty remarkable, it is a pretty remarkable movie, but I do, I, you know, I, I do think that a lot of people think that everyone with uh, autism is like that. He just, he can remember things that are just un- uncanny and uh, it's a really good movie, but you, you know, 
Well, believe it or not, I do believe I do know that there are some people who are like that. They can remember sure. things that, I mean, you would like, it blows your mind when some of the things that they can remember. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. All right, here's another myth. Depression is just a case of having the blues. I think we know that's not true. Everyone feels sad at times, but depression is much more serious. People often feel sad because of upsetting experience or memory, but it comes and goes. Depression, on the other hand, is a chronic illness and just stays with you. Uh, when you have depression, you don't necessarily even feel sad. You may feel irritable, tense, empty, or uh, simply numb. You guys ever experienced anything like that? Or just sometimes, and sometimes you do just have a bad day, but um depression can also cause some other some symptoms like sleep issues and poor concentration loss of appetite clearly i don't have a loss of appetite but uh <laughs> what are your thoughts uh, on that guys um i don't have a loss of appetite no i've seen you eat you can chow <laughs> he can chow. all right daniel what are your thoughts on what i just read well, when it comes to when it comes to depression, I mean, yeah. especially when it comes to COVID, there is I think there's actually a higher uh, amount of people with uh, uh, you know with depression because of it because you right. can't do the things you want to do. You're limited what you can do. Yeah. Are you guys nervous with the cold weather coming that you're going to be more cooped up in your house than than we've been all summer? <laughs> is that I mean, does that scare you? Not really. I'll just have to find a shovel. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow you're going to need a shovel. Uh, How so, many inches of snow? Rumor has it, maybe four. You're going to shovel, Connor? Yeah. Are you? What uh, are you? So does COVID worry you, Daniel? Like, I mean, I know you wear a mask when you're supposed to and all that stuff, but do you, are you worried about it? Are you worried about getting it? I'm not worried about getting it. I'm just hoping that people come to, you know, come to realize that we can't sit here forever because we're going to go insane. <laughs> yeah. some, of them, some of us actually are going insane because of it. You know, so that's, that's, then uh, that's not on any of our papers here, but that is very valid. I, I do believe what you're saying is a hundred percent true. You, you go stir crazy and you can, you got it. You got to get out, especially when you're used to for however many years going and just doing what you wanted to do, you know, doing your thing. It's tough to just slam on the brakes. I agree. I mean, Connor, you're used to getting out and about, right? Yeah, I'm used to getting out and about. And you're doing I, it a little. In fact, tonight I will take a vaccine if proven affected by the scientist. So, yes. So the second you're going to take one, a second that you know it's it's uh, it's it's safe, right? Yep. And Daniel, I'm sure, assuming you would do the same. <laughs> yeah, definitely do the same. Yeah, of course. Okay, so here's we'll, we're going to talk about some pretty – we're going to uh, change the tone in a, in a couple minutes, but a uh, couple other things. Physical abilities, myth. People with intellectual disabilities cannot play sports. Well, that's not true. That's not Is true it? at all. No. People can play sports. Tell us. Talk to us. People can play sports because if they want to do that, they'll do that. There's more than 5 million Special Olympic athletes around the world. That's very cool. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Intellectual well, impairment. Bigger what? than the population itself of the United States. Uh, 5 million? Well, there's, yeah, there's maybe a few more people in the United States than that. But, yeah, but that's awesome that so many people are 
Uh, Special Olympics, what a great organization. I know. I don't know. Oh, five, five million athletes around the U.S.? No, around the world. Five million yeah. Special Olympic athletes. Okay. Uh, Daniel, have you ever been, Daniel, have you ever been involved with Special Olympics? Ah, years ago. Yeah. And it's just, that's just, what a great, what a great organization. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, ah, Leah, my wife, actually, I think it was like 2019. She did some swimming. I'm, oh, yeah. You know, believe it or not, I'm glad that she had the opportunity to do it because uh, 2020, she would never have been able to do it. <laughs> no. Connor, didn't you swim Special Olympics? Yeah, no, I didn't. Where did she do swimming with? Yeah, tell us. I forgot the name. Uh, I forgot the name of uh uh, there was like a group, and I forgot the name of it. That's I, okay. Yeah, I, I just can't think of it. Right Connor, you, what do you do for Special Olympics? Tell us all the sports. I do basketball. Yep. Golf. Yep. You do other stuff. Yeah, I do. Uh... Yeah. You you do okay. You do basketball and golf, football. Yeah, maybe? football, football, football. I do football. You do some too. swimming. Okay. Um. Here's here's one. Starting a family. I myth. want to start a family. Yep. No. You've already busted the myth. People with intellectual disabilities cannot marry or have children. Uh. Here's a fact. Special Olympic athletes and other people with intellectual disabilities have gone on to marry, have children, grandchildren, and continue to defy expectations debunk stereotypes and contribute to society that's course. true yeah i mean well i mean daniel you're you're married i'm not, you know i'm not gonna get into your business but you could possibly have a have a, a child soon <laughs> connor wants to that's awesome yep that's great there's no reason um should we talk we'll talk two more quick things Healthcare access here's a myth people with intellectual disabilities receive better health care the uh, fact is, individuals with intellectual disabilities typically receive substandard health care or virtually no care at all. Other research has shown that people with intellectual disabilities die 16 years sooner than general population. We got to stop that, right? If we got to stop that. So what do you two think we need to do? I mean, you two are great spokesmen for this. Do you have any ideas of how we can change that around and get better health care? We just have to keep on. We just have to keep opening our mouths and keep writing to our legislatures. And and uh, the main reason is our well, hood wave and the and also with Connor's Corner. Right. We are that voice. One hundred percent. You have a platform. Yes, we now. are. Me and you, Daniel. Even though we haven't met in person yet. Yeah, but the but you both just hit it on the head. That's why you two have a platform. And you two are important people in, in the Twin Cities, so you two are the two that should really get this going. You can talk about it. You can, I mean, Connor, on Connor's show, he's had some senators on and had some people, and um, there's no reason you two can't uh, come. Well, you, I mean, you don't have to come up with a plan, but keeps getting the word out there so we can get better health care access. And yeah. in general, you it, grants and money and, and things like that that are so important to everybody. Minnesota, uh, Minnesota better uh, figure out how to distribute their vaccine. The vac yeah, well, I mean, it's I think they got to get it first and then figure it out. Um, one more 5. thing. Five point two million doesn't seem like a whole lot to to deliver it to. 
to Minnesota? Well, I don't think we have that many people in the state, do we? No, we like. So it sounds like we have enough for everybody. Um, one last thing. Inclusion at school and work. Myth. Including people with intellectual disabilities at school and the workplace can have negative effects. Uh, the fact is, Special Olympic programs like Unified Schools and Unified Sports, where people with and without intellectual disabilities learn and play side by side, have shown that an inclusive environment can help break down barriers, promoting understanding and teaching compassion. That makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, there, there's people out there that are naive to all these issues with disabilities, and, and sometimes they just don't know anyone with one, you know? You two guys are putting yourself out there and having these great shows and, and, and people get to know you. And that's why this is so important. I, you know, we just talked a bunch, bunch of myths on, on these shows. We're going to do lots of factual stuff and then we're going to do fun stuff each week. But uh, it's very important what you two do. So people get to know you and they say, Oh, I never watched anyone with a disability. Or I never knew anyone. Right. You, can you not? Yeah. Is, is this the only time you can say hi to your mom when you're on the air? Or yeah, what, that's, what's the going only, on? that's the only time. What is going on with you? <laughs> so, any any last comments on all those myths, Daniel? Before we uh, turn to some other some crazy stuff and try to get Connor's attention back? <laughs> yeah, we're doing good. Okay, awesome. Time. So, uh, we're gonna play. Uh, Daniel's gonna play a sound clip. The next thing we're going to talk about who your favorite heroes are and why, but we have an introduction for that. So hold tight. It's coming. Was that Superman? Love that. Yes, it is. All right. Connor, do you want to go first and tell me who your favorite hero is and why? My favorite hero is a my dad. Okay. Your dad. My dad is not on the air tonight. No, which is we because who needs him? But go ahead. <laughs> we don't need him. Um he so why is he your hero? He pushes me through my challenges. He pushes you. Oh, that's so explain that. He likes my challenge. He likes me when I go harder at stuff every day. Yep. He just pushes you to be better every day. And he goes, he, he goes, he takes me to my radio show every day. <laughs> yes, he does. Every, every Monday. Why did I say every day? I don't know, but I, it was okay. I wasn't going to correct you. <laughs> all, right, all right. So he's your real life hero. Give me a cartoon hero. Superman, Batman, Robin. Batman is my Wonder, Wonder Woman. I don't know. Is my Batman's my real hero? Is that true, or did I just put that plant that seed to you? <laughs> you put the palm in. And yeah, I like give it. me your. I know him really well, Daniel. Give me your real cartoon hero. It could be Fred Flintstone. I don't. Just tell me. I, I didn't ask you to do math. This is a fairly easy question. Let's have it. Cartoon. What cartoons do you like? Luke Skywalker. Okay, that's fair. Star Wars. All right, Daniel, your hero and why? 
Ah, it's definitely Superman. And why? And the reason, yeah. The main reason, my probably the main reason why is off one thing. He's always saving people. He's trying to help people and trying to make a difference. He's trying to, you know, not, you know, trying not to get the world to blow up. Right. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, he's he's very he's all good. Uh, so my hero, and this isn't going to be sappy. It's actually you two guys, because you two Thank guys, you, Scott. You two guys are not letting anything stand in your way. It's very few times that you can ask someone what their dream is, and then you two guys are actually doing it. You both said your dream was to have a radio show, and you both do, and that's awesome. And you don't you don't let those myths that we talked about for forty minutes. Neither one of you let any of that get. I mean, once in a while, you know, you gotta break through some of that stuff, but you guys never ever let that bother you and and get in the way. And that to me, that's just beyond awesome and i'm just lucky to be able to sit here and talk to you guys Thank I'm, very, you. I'm proud of you guys Thank you. Uh, my cartoon one tommy pickles rugrats connor's staring at me like i'm nuts okay tommy pickles. All, right. all right done with that we have another sound clip for our next what is your favorite scary movie or costume don't answer yet we got music we got music i bet it's scary too All right, before I ask you two guys your favorite scary movie and then your favorite costume, can I ask you a question? When you're watching a scary movie, as soon as the music plays, why don't they just run? You ever thought of that? No. Okay. We'll start with Daniel this time. Daniel, your favorite scary movie and your favorite costume. Wow. Actually, I got a few. That's fine. Actually, There's no rules here. That's good. Yeah, actually, one of them actually is the Poltergeist. Oh yeah, that's that's one of my favorites, just because it's just it's one of the I think it's creepy. Yep. And um, I'm gonna also gonna go to Christine. Christine's a car. It's a car that's. Oh yes. It's a 1957 Plymouth Fury. Yeah. Which it's possessed, and it sucks the life of everything it, (laughs) it comes in contact with. And yeah. that's one of the main reasons why I like it. And uh, and one of the other ones is actually Carrie. Oh. Uh, Carrie, uh, Stephen King. Yeah, her, her head can spin. No, it's not. Oh, that. no, that was Exorcist. Never mind. <laughs> I got my scary movies mixed up. My my bad. All right. Yeah, it, that actually, that is one of the, uh, um, that's one of the, uh, uh, one of the people that, one of the movies. Okay. And then, uh What's your favorite costume? If I had my way, yeah, I would have my own. Actually, be but I actually have my own Superman. It's not really a suit, but I actually got a cape and a, sh- a oh, you do? shirt. Yeah, I would my awesome. flying around fighting crime. That's that's my dream. That's my dream job. If I was going to have to be Superman, thing. awesome. I so don't you can fly know. and everything. I doubt nobody will be home trick or treating this year. 
Uh, probably no trick or treating this year, but maybe still can dress up and have some Unless fun. Unless somebody dumb enough and wants to get sick doing it. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's, it's that year, but you can still dress up and have some fun. You know, Connor, favorite Halloween movie or scary movie, I should say. Favorite scary movie is The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Interesting. Okay. And I already know what your favorite costume is because, Daniel, I don't know if you know this, but he dresses in the same costume every single year. Right, buddy? An honest Abe. Honest Abe Lincoln. about to fall. <laughs> He's honest Abe Lincoln every year. Yeah. What if, you, what if you've lost your Abe when costume? The band oh. chose to play the song, Big C. Is that an Abe Lincoln song? Johnny Rib. If you don't believe. Okay, nice. Is that an Abe Lincoln song? It's Johnny Red by Johnny Horton. Oh, Johnny Horton. Does that have anything to do with Abe Lincoln? Uh, it, it mentions Abraham Lincoln in the song. Oh, that's why, yeah. Today on on our on Connor's show, he uh, sang country songs and had two Johnny Horton songs. So that's pretty cool. Now, Connor, if you, I know this would never happen. But on the off chance you lost your Abe Lincoln costume, what would your second favorite costume be? Elvis Presley. Yes, yeah. Connor is pretty good at singing Elvis Presley. Um, all right, my scary movie is When a Stranger Calls. I don't know if you know what that is, but they it's like there's someone in the house, and then there's a scene where they say, we've traced the call, and she's like, oh, my God, where is it? And they said, it's coming from the house, get out, and she runs to the door and opens the door, and there's someone like the cop standing there or whatever, and everyone screams and, and goes crazy, and I'm going to go as Dr. Fauci this year for Halloween. <laughs> so uh, I'm going as Dr. Fauci. All right. After Donald Trump attacked him? No, I'm a, I can st- I can stand up for myself. We have one oh. more one more category we're gonna end with. Do we have a song for this, uh, Daniel, or do we just get it right into actually, it? Actually, yeah, you you actually blow right through it. We're good, so we can just talk about wrestling right now. We could talk. We could talk about wrestling. All right, uh, Connor. Now, first of all, we'll start with Leah, Daniel's wife. Leah, her favorite wrestler. I can't disagree with this. Is the Undertaker. He's pretty cool. He's been around a long oh, time. Did he retire? Uh, you know, he says he does, but I don't think he really does. So I, I'm assuming he'll be back. The dark, the the death man retire. <clears throat> yeah, the dead so, man comes back. The the dead man does come back quite often, but he he is probably one of the most iconic wrestling characters. All right, Connor, your before we close this show out, your favorite wrestler. John Cena. John Cena. Can't, you can't, can't see, see me. You. Nope, can't see oh, you. Oh, oh. Yep, settle down there. Settle down. All right, Daniel, your favorite wrestler. Mine. Yes. I, mine, mine would be Andre the Giant. Oh, he was a big dude. 7'4", like 580 pounds. You know How that do they the, put him in a big old casket? I, I, there was a, a show, a movie about him that uh, had that in there, and it was a, it was a very big casket. There's some legendary story that he can, he drinks like 110 beers at one sitting. <laughs> Just, I mean, you can drink what, what, like 80 Connor at a sitting or 80 brewskis. What, what do you mean at a sitting? Like, just he's out on the town and he can, he could just down 100 beers or over 100. People have seen him do it. Back in the that day. is so that is so wrong. He's <laughs> well, he's five hundred some pounds. 
Uh, I have t- I couldn't narrow it down. I have two favorite wrestlers. You ready? What? The Rock, of course. If you the smell what I'm cooking, I, I, he's good. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think it's a tie between those two. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Right, right. So wrestling's fun though. Yeah. Because you know what? They they don't disappoint you. They're not like the Vikings that we. You, you can always cheer for. You can always cheer for wrestlers. <laughs> you don't have to wear some Kirk Cousins shirt that you have to be embarrassed hey, to have on. on. You, you don't have to do something. Do, do you watch the Vikings, enough. Daniel? Uh, not really. No, I agree. I'm not, I'm not really big on. I'm not really big on those type of sports. No, I don't blame you. That's because, like I said, wrestling never, never disappoints you. Well, that that went fast, guys. So just a reminder: uh, this show you can watch live, not watch, listen live. We're not on TV. We're on Zoom, so I got confused. You can listen live on WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio, on Mondays at 11 a.m. And then you can also go to hoodwave.org to get this podcast version hey, and find Scott, out other... In- you should tell... Yeah, what's up? You should tell... Uh, Speak to me. What's his face that is on Zoom with us? I Daniel? Daniel? Yeah, uh, Daniel. You should tell Daniel about our first Oh, okay, sure. I will tell. I will tell him that. Um, but you can listen to this, and then you go to Daniel's website, hoodwave.org, and he's going to have information about this show and shows coming up and all that good stuff. But what Connor was referring to, we'd like to invite you somewhere, Daniel. Uh, be a very special guest. November 9th is the one year anniversary of Connor's Corner, and we're doing it at the Lunds and Byerleys in Highland Park, St. Paul. Doing the show live, we'd love to have you there and ha- have you ask a couple questions, get you a couple T-shirts, and just sit and watch the show. If you're if you're free, it's 10 a.m. November 9th at Lunds and Byerleys. We don't need an answer, but we'd love to have you there. I won't mind. All right, cool, cool. So um, other than that, you two guys have anything else to say? Well, well right before we wrap it up, yeah, you can, uh, like I said, you can go to our website, yep. and if you have – your favorite uh, character. Uh, we would like to hear your stories. So write sure. to us. Uh, you can go and basically you can write to us. Uh, my uh, The email is hoodwave.radio at gmail.com will be, uh, is actually my email address. And so if you have anything that you want to say or for any concerns that you have, or especially if you have any comments about, about our episode today, yeah, and if you maybe there's some maybe there's some info that they want us to put on the next show or some questions to ask, they might want to know why Connor was so quiet for the first half of the show. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's great that you have that. It, it's great when everyone out there listens participates too, right? You would accuse me even more if I had my Kurt Cousin shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's because of your Kurt Cousin shirt. I'm glad you took it off finally. Well, great show, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully people learn some stuff. Hopefully people are entertained. And we're definitely going to be back, right? Yeah, we'll be back. Okay, we will see everyone next time. Next month. All right. This is Hoodway Dispute Radio. Hoodwave Disability wants to thank you for taking interest on our podcast. And if you are interested in finding out more, please contact us at www.hoodwave.org. Again, that is www.hoodwave.org. 
You may also write to us and tell us your story at hoodwave.radio at gmail.com. Again, that is hoodwave.radio at gmail.com. You may also chuckle our blog at www.self-advocacytoday.com. Again, that is www.self-advocacytoday.com.